Episode number 438. What employers have done in the last 20 years, they, in my opinion, have abused the workforce. If you don't want the job, we'll find someone else who does Find someone else, yeah. And we can get them for 10 bucks an hour. Well, now that train is reversed. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, I hope you guys are having a great day, ready to get some fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your character. Think about how you are perceived in the world and how the skill sets and the social skills that you need today to get a job, to get the next advancement, to get your love life going on, whatever that is, there's many different things in life that we need, but we have a character and we have a person that knows many things about character, about life, about business, and also a uh, leading CEO uh, and founder of the Intellecti Academy, which is helping people create their unique character development, supporting millions of folks on a professional world. Mr. David C.M. Carter. David, are you ready to be real? I am indeed. Let's go, my man. And you are coming with years of experience, folks, over 40 years of experience as a successful serial entrepreneur and a a very successful global book in the self-help improvement called Breakthrough, selling over 100,000 copies, guys. Um, And David's not only equipped for, you know, talking about life, talking about entrepreneurship, but also talking about the future generation, the knowledge and skills that they need to thrive, the knowledge and skills they need to survive. And let's be real. It's going to get harder. It's going to there's more intuitive technologies. We're talking about AI. We're talking about many things, especially in marketing that you have to know how to use or you're going to be out of the business. So there's so many things that are happening in life. And the beautiful thing about it is tomorrow, it might be something else you need to learn right? Like tomorrow, there might be a new skill you need to learn. But take me into this before we get into the business, before we get into how many, the, the, the book and everything. Were you always into business? Were you always into entrepreneurship as a kid? Yes, I started my first business when I was 11. Wow. What was the first business? What was the first business? Um, My first business was I was waiting uh, for when I was 12 to become a caddy at the local golf course. And I decided for the two or three months up to my birthday, I'd walk around the course, really get to know the course. And I took a rucksack with me and I filled it up with balls that I found Ooh. in the woods and what have you. And then I used to stand in the car park um on the sunday the day after i'd done that and sell the balls back to the people who'd lost them the day before here's your balls back here's your proby (laughs) (laughs) and uh and after a few weeks the caddy master figured out that i was stealing all of his profits (laughs) and so decided to skip the 12 year uh age group requirement and and got me out on the golf course Nice. You taught him. You, you showed him the way. You said, I'll, I'll. As someone joked with me the other day, that was actually your first exit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was your first exit, too. That, and, and, and that's an interesting part because as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we get into the business, but we never forget. About, uh, we never think about the exit, you know, and a lot of the most successful entrepreneurs I've had on my show 
have exited, like Tom Billy exited Quest Nutrition, and many other very successful entrepreneurs have have made that exit. And I've also um, brought on uh, uh, business advisors that kind of help businesses sell. And they say that's something that a lot of businesses struggle with is they just don't know how to exit. So it makes sense. It makes sense that you're a serial entrepreneur and have been able to exit businesses starting at 11, folks. He was already uh, making moves at 11. What was the next business that at some point, you know, was like the life-changing business or the one that just like really propelled you? Um, the one after that was also a business that I sold uh, when I was 16. Wow. And for two or three years, I built up a very successful babysitting business. Oh, nice. No and uh, what I figured out was that, you know, the dad was up in London. The mum had to go to some posh event. She had two kids that she needed to give supper to, do their homework. And I said, well, don't worry, I can cook. I'll come in, cook supper, do the homework and everything with the kids. And so you can take your time to have a shower, get dressed, get ready, and all the right. rest of it. Right. So I was I was in big demand. And then you're I like had a more. chef. You were like the chef babysitter in a way. <laughs> and then I hired half a dozen other friends in the neighborhood to do the same and then i moved and a lady called fiona who's one of my most reliable babysitters i said oh, how about i sell you the business and on a handshake she agreed to pay me 10 percent commission of the revenues for the next 12 months and she paid it over the next wow. 12 months and that's the other thing trust i think and like selling to the trusting buyer you you uh trust is so important but then giving that trust and then getting the reward back, obviously, of the not having to do the work, you're moving, you're not able to do the service, and but you get the 10% reward. So, but your question was, was there any one business in my serial entrepreneur career that was... Like the big boom or the one that really like, yeah, like solidified you is like, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is a huge business. This is... I think the answer is genuinely no. Um uh after i left school i didn't go to university and actually the first 10 years of my career i worked for two international banks doing oh, leverage wow. buyouts and investment oh, wow. banking and wow. i always say that that was my mba i learned so much oh i, I can I, bet i bet i love i loved both of my bosses i had two amazing bosses and mentors but after 10 years one of them um said to me you know david you're on the wrong side of the table stop consulting and financing entrepreneurs go and be one mm. and so my first business tech took me back to golf uh and i ended up buying buying a a golf and country club business oh, wow. gone into administration and i turned it into something completely different an american style pay and play business which was very new in the uk like um, kind of where you pay, like, instead of being a public course, kind of like where it allows you everyone to play anytime they want, kind of uh, like we have out here. Yeah. So you didn't need to be a member and right. pay subscription. You could turn up and just play a game. Got you. Um, and actually, that exit was, in many ways, one of my most successful exits. I didn't make a lot of money out of it. Um, and so why would I say it was successful? Because... Uh, a year and a bit before exiting, the price of leisure assets collapsed in half. And so to actually, less, less get it, afford it. to actually get the business back to a valuation where 
the lenders got their money back the investors made you know a, a small profit and we didn't all right so that was a real accomplishment even though i didn't make a lot of money out of it those are the biggest ones is to not lose um and then the next one because i'd done reasonably well at that business <clears throat> we got a little fun together and we went around buying up loss making country uh, golf and country clubs turned oh, them around and we actually floated that company on the alternative investment market in the uk oh wow i had the thrill and joy and delight of being the best performing share on the aim market but i also had the ignominy and shame of being the worst performing share on the market oh, the, so, glor- the glories of being the highs and lows of a fast growing lows. um the next business after that was my 15 year long mentoring business which became eventually the world's leading ceo mentoring company with clients and officers all around the world that's the one that, probably had the, that, that one's probably had the biggest impact maybe then as far as the, the being able to impact CEOs who impact their businesses and kind of, yeah. I mean, without a great CEO, you're going to have a really shitty business. Yeah. I mean, I, I traveled the world. I had the most amazing roster of clients. I had the most amazing roster of colleagues. I learned tons. Um, and so that was a great business too. Um, I again I exited that business didn't make hardly any money at all because we had a it was a like a partnership so you left right. on the table got you um but you got all the experience you got all those years of experience connections yeah, and stuff you probably would never have have gotten fantastic you- fantastic contacts experience and everything um and then when I sold that business, I, I, I exited that business because it was very successful, but I wanted to democratize what we were doing beyond the C-suite <clears throat> mm-hmm. and make it available to everybody. Um, that's really how Entelechy was, was that's your, crafted. That's your current business. But um, on the 1st of February 2020, um, a predecessor business to Entelechy um received a two million pound final funding round commitment from two 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 investors mm-hmm. uh a completion was scheduled for friday the 13th of march at 2 p.m and i turned up to the lawyer's office to be told oh this covid thing's turned up let's wait and see if it blows over next week and of course we all, all know how that story ended and so very sadly after trying a plan b and a plan c and a plan d to rescue the business we had to let it go yeah. uh all of my investors lost all of their money and 30 people lost their jobs it was the most horrible thing i've ever had to go through in my life but one of the investors in that business who was also a non-executive director who I'd become good friends with, he took me and my dog for a walk in Hyde Park in London and said, look, no one's cross with you. Uh, everyone's actually worried about you. Yeah. Um, we're all grown-ups. We all invested money. It was a high-risk startup. No one knew COVID was coming on. But if you want to go again, we'll back you. Mm. And so actually 14 of my 40 shareholders in Intelliki are people who backed me in that previous business and lost oh. all of their investment. So... I think that's one of the most amazing things that's ever happened to me in my life. And six of my team uh, in Entelechy were with me in the last business too. So that's amazing. So you were able to keep some of those folks that were, you know, at the other other you know place, and you're you're on a new a new journey now. And Entelechy is now 
a few days over three years old. We've got 25 people in the UK. Let's go! 15, 15 in India. Um, Amazing! It's almost 40 are, people, guys. And we are about to set the world alight. We're setting the world, baby! And and talk to me about the goal of IntelliKey, because I think it's so important. I, we were talking to a previous guest about finances and about that's something that a lot of people need to have these days is is learning how to manage their money but then also beyond that people think they just get a degree these days and then they're going to go get a job and there's so many other skills involved to getting a job in this day and age beyond just having a degree and just presenting it and going hey i entered my job on linkedin and now i'm here uh you know what do i do now uh, or in many other situations, business environments, uh, partnerships, growth, uh, or sales calls for your, your own business. You're going on your own sales call, building that relationship, friendships. How do you grow? The skills that are involved today are different than they were 20 years ago. Do you feel like that um, or you feel like they're the same? Um, well, let me answer the question slightly differently. So, yeah, I'd like, like to have your point of view on it. When, when I wrote my book 10, 11 years ago, Breakthrough, it was all right. about how, how to become the best version of yourself. And I remember saying to a friend of mine, Jenny, who helped me edit the book, she lives in Sydney, Australia, mm-hmm. I wish I could find a word that meant becoming the best version of yourself. And she rang me up a few weeks later and said, I found a great word. It comes from Aristotle, and the word is entelechy. Mm. and um, Mm. the entelechy of an acorn is an oak tree, the entelechy of a caterpillar is a butterfly. Mm. So the entelechy of Travis is the ultimate version of Travis with all of his potential fully actualized. Right, right. And I just fell in love with the word and fell in love with the concept. And and I I studied a, a lot about Aristotle, who came up with the phrase, and he also came up with another phrase, which is, character determines destiny and what he meant by that was you end up in life wherever you end up as a direct function of your character Mm. and so back to your question i think there are two types of skills there are universal uh, skills which we call character qualities that applied in Aristotle's day as much as they apply today, as much as they will apply in 10 years' time. And so whether you're kind or honest or organized, efficient, reliable, responsible, resilient, creative, analytical, collaborative, they are character qualities that applied last week, last month, last year, last century, and will in centuries to come. However, um, you know, new technologies come out all the time you know when we launched this company i had to learn slack and then yeah and so there's always new technologies that come along but actually you you have the character qualities that give you the ability to be disciplined efficient organized reliable and analytical and curious so you figure out how to do those new technical skills actually using character qualities right and so, um, and what has happened in the last 50 years in America, in Europe, all around the world, all of the emphasis on young people is go to college, get a good degree, get a good job. And all of the emphasis was on 
STEM subjects, science, technology, engineering, and maths. Mm. And what's got eviscerated out of the state education system are things like sport and drama and music and debating, which were all of the ways in which young people learnt those interpersonal, interpersonal often skills. referred to as soft skills. Right. And, you know, whether you were in your college basketball team or a team or whatever absolutely you learn how to be in a team manage a team lead a team commit, take, commit. take a loss you know so many things yeah. you, gotta, you gotta learn how to do absolutely. Be, be resilient and um but a lot of those activities in the state education system have been eviscerated due to cost controls mm, interesting and so people are leaving college now completely unprepared for the world of work and the world of life right because they're often very technically trained but they've got none of those basic interpersonal skills yeah how to and argue how to how to how to fight for a position like if you're doing a debate uh an interview is kind of like a debate in a light way so it's like they're asking you something you got to say something if you're just sitting there quiet they don't want to hire you you know what I mean? If you're, no, but, you know, at the end of the day, ninety uh, percent of people who do interviews aren't very good at them. And and you know, if you are ask someone who went for an interview recently and say, "What percentage of the talking was done by the interviewer versus you?" and they nearly always say, "Oh, he did about eighty percent of the talking." Wow. You know, interview from Latin means let's have a look at each other. But at the end of the day, if I've got your bio, your CV, and it says you've got this qualification and you've got this experience, I know all of that. I want to find out who you are. So tell me stories about your creative skills or your sales skills or your yeah. team skills or whatever. And there's no, never been a framework until we've come along for people to talk about character. Well, you imagine now you've been on our program for six months, 12 months, uh, and as a student, even right. at university, right. and you've now collected a bunch of badges. So now you turn up for your interview and say, look, I've got my first class honours degree in engineering. Yeah. I've got all the qualifications from a great university. Right. But look, here's my IntelliKey signature. This means that I have been assessed and accredited in being good at being organised, responsible, mm. disciplined, efficient, collaborative, you know, analytical, curious, creative. That, yes, the skills that b employers want beyond just the technical skills, like you're yeah, talking. Yeah, and about. actually, when when the interviewer is interviewing people, apart from the fact they're poorly trained at interviewing, what they're really trying to find out is who are you? Right? Are you yeah. going to fit into my team? Are you going to fit into Absolutely. my culture? Yeah. If they I don't know, even show up at the job, a lot of my customers are having these days. Are you are you going to actually even show up? Uh, sadly, a lot of people will. They will play the game of getting hired and then they will not show up. I don't know why this is, but it's crazy. It, well, and if you ask, um, I ask employers two questions these days. What percentage of the people who have joined you in the last two years last at least one year? Right. And it's a hideously small percentage. Small percent. Wow. That's and then they often add on, and by the way, 8% don't even turn up on the first day of work. And oh, so... What the, what the hell is that? I don't understand that. That blows my well, mind. Well, um, that's probably another story for... Right, me. right, right, yeah. At the, at, the, at the end of the day, there is a war for talent. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and you know, um, Absolutely. even if in uh, the local, you know, you apply for a job in the local Walmart and they offer you 10 bucks an hour right? and you can start on Monday, if McDonald's offer you 11 bucks an hour, guess what? You're going to turn up to McDonald's on Monday. And so there's a war for talent. All money, all, all, all amount driven amount driven essentially no loyalty to the brand a loyalty to the amount you're going to pay me per hour right but at the end of the day you've got to have some sympathy oh yeah the the average american if presented with a surprise invoice of 500 dollars couldn't pay it sad we just talked about this literally on the first show right now and it's sad it's so horrible it makes me sick and so, so what what employers have done in the last 20 years they they in my opinion have abused the workforce right and yeah 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 taking advantage of the way if you don't want the job we'll find someone else who does find someone else yeah true and um and we can get them for 10 bucks an hour now that train is reversed switching back to to the people have the power now because they're not going to show up or they're not you're you're going to end up with no applicants or you're going to end up with no no one doing that job right but also not only when you turn up to a restaurant now in in America, they have a sign outside saying, "We were just talking um, about this too. It's crazy." We apologize in advance for the poor service because we just can't get the staff. And so, instead of looking after twenty guests, the server has to look after forty guests. And there's of course the food orders take forever. So crazy. there is a huge skills and talent crisis, and the people when they leave school or college or university aren't work ready because they've not been taught the skills they acknowledge they're not ready and so do their employers right and there is no real focus on retention and development of talent and the number one reason that people leave is not actually that extra dollar um per hour the number one people leave is because that company said they trained me and developed me mm-hmm. to get me so I could be a manager or a be supervisor and then $25 an hour in a few Right, years. right. So they're pitching and them the, not only the money, but also the advancement and development. The correct. Mm-hmm. But And then they turn up to, to, to uh, people say, oh, yes, we love developing. But when they turn up, they actually don't do anything for them. Yeah. And so with, with Entelechy, the whole idea is – we can help you figure out the character competence of your organization today. We can create a map of where you'd like it to be in a year's time. And we can develop every single individual on a personalized learning journey to go from where they are today to where you and they want to get to in a year's time by developing their character. Well, all of the young people can say, they're really developing me in skills I really need. Right. And so I'm going to be loyal to this company. Mm-hmm. And then if you stay around a year and you do get to be a supervisor and earn more money, you know, it's all win-win for everybody. The promise works, but unless you start treating the people who work for you as humans and understand that they have their own aspirations for where they want to go in their life and you help support and develop and nurture that, right? they're going to be loyal to the person who's going to offer them about more ground. Yep. So true. It's one of the most interesting things as a marketing company and as an agency too, that we never thought we'd be doing so many employment focused advertising and, and things that are just related to employment. Um, 
pre-COVID, way more in acquisitions and growth and more of this. And now it's more about, like you said, keeping the employees happy, but also uh, trying to continue to, uh, you know, essentially fish in the in the pond of a very competitive employment field. Um, I do wonder how many of those people have also been pushed to uh, entrepreneurship, maybe a little bit as well. Um, but in general, I love this idea because you have the authenticity as if you were coming into as a uh, part of the academy, being able to have this kind of recommendation to say, hey, I'm also very organized. I'm also very, you know, um, uh, tactile. I treat my f- uh, people with respect and kind of going through the character tra- traits of you authorized by another academy. It's kind of like another certification. It's kind of like another um, like an internship uh, in, in, a, in a more academic way. Um but bottom line is you're helping the the person grow and develop in those areas. Too, right. right. But you know, in in the um in the discover phase, which is the first two months that we work with a client, mm-hmm. every individual employee gets a 180 and a 360. So they rank themselves. Here's the 54 character qualities. I think I'm good at this one. Gotcha, I'm okay gotcha. at this one. And this one I need to work on. Uh and it's a bit like a um, psychometric profile. It's mm. it's all done, but it's self-reflective. Right. Then we go and ask 10 colleagues and peers and friends and loved ones, uh-huh. how do you see Travis? And then they say, oh, I see him as this or this, and right. here's what it is. Now you've got this amazing little report which says, well, here's how you see yourself, Travis, and here's how everybody else sees you. Wow. Compare and contrast. And it could be things like... Um, everybody sees you as very kind yeah and you're like wow i never really thought about that but how could i be more kind to more people and and other people would say that you're you need to work on being organized and you're like you know what they're right i probably do so then you choose to work on organized for six months you tell them all that that's what you're going to work on you ask for feedback and tools and tips and insights right and then we help you uh, on a guided journey become more organized now in three or four months time when everyone goes oh my gosh travis the difference in you that i've noticed the last three months this is happening properly this is happening on time you never seem to you know forget this that or the other right and so you're like right now i'm ready to go for an assessment and so i've got this third party validated evidence i go through my assessment i said now i've got a badge i can put on my linkedin profile and on my cv saying i'm organized you hire me i'm organized yeah and then okay what's the next one i'm going to work on and and so there's 54 of them so if you did five or six a year that you can spend nine years now if you imagine working in a company where every single employee every single week has to explain to their teammates and their boss which character quality they're working on towards their badge. Yeah, there's probably none. Right. Or very right. little. Very, very yeah, but you imagine a company where everybody oh, I would love that. that. I would, that's amazing. That's incredible. Right. And and so the productivity goes through the roof. Oh, because absolutely. They're all working at the uh, the things that they want to get better at, and then and you're helping them guide through that journey, and then holding them accountable all the way through it. And so at the end, they're also getting the acumen. They're also getting the acknowledgement, like what it provides is the acknowledgement too that hey, he's done this, he's gone through the work, he's put in the journey, and and we give him the stamp of approval too, which then for me gives me the confidence to then go out there and shine 
in that light and uh you know give that uh you know skill and then like you said pick up another one pick up you know the the the, the greatest joy is not actually the applause from other people the greatest joy is you know what i decided i wanted to be more kind more organized whatever it was and i worked on it i learned how to do it and i achieved it absolutely and i've now learned a new skill right and i can apply that in my romantic life as a parent as a friend as a brother sister whatever and 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 at work as well of course and so my whole life has benefited from this and i now how learn know how to learn another one of these character qualities because we've helped you on a learning journey learn any one of them and so it's like i can constantly get better i can constantly shine and improve and become my intelligy right become that intelligy the better you baby i love that i absolutely love it now david we're about to take you into our top 10 are you ready I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Let's you know, go. We're keeping you on your telekey. We're ready, baby. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Mm. He said neither one, maybe. Are you allowed to say neither one? You can say neither one, yeah. Um, I guess they, we're, we're okay. We no. don't like YouTube, probably. YouTube! Uh, Instagram, Facebook, or another social media platform? Uh, I'm only one on one LinkedIn. LinkedIn! He has an awesome LinkedIn, too, guys. We're going to put that in the show notes as well. Go check his LinkedIn. He has, you have an awesome LinkedIn uh, with videos. You have a lot of great content on, on his LinkedIn. Chicken or steak or vegetable for if you're thinking about a great meal? Steak. Steak! Do you have a favorite cut of steak? Do you have a favorite way you like your steak? Uh, ribeye ribeye that's one of the best best most flavorful cuts right there laptop or a smartphone a what sorry a laptop or a smartphone like a a mobile phone um i've got both but yeah the mobile phone you can just too too much nowadays on these on these dang smartphones uh spotify or pandora for music spotify spotify movies or video games Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Uh, reading. Reading books. Get the physical. If you're thinking about investing, stocks or real estate? Um, neither. Neither. Oceans or lakes? Oceans. You're thinking about vacation. Do you just uh right now, if you could hop on a plane and you're out to any ocean in the world, what ocean would you go to right now? Um, I would drive 300 miles west of where I live Ooh. to the end of Cornwall to Land's End, and I would catch the 15-minute flight from Land's End to the Isles of Scilly, which is paradise. And wow. I guess that, I guess that's in the Irish Sea. It's in the Irish Sea. Wow, that sounds amazing. So you take you take a uh, like about what how how three hundred miles like four hour drive four hour drive four hour drive yeah four hour drive and then a fifteen minute flight and then you're in amazing and you're in like a, a paradise. I'm going in a few weeks' time. It'll be my fifteenth trip in six years. Let's go as well deserved, <laughs> my brother. You deserve a vacation. Um, when you're waking up for your your day, David, you're getting ready, pumped, energized to change the world, master skills, character. Why? Do you love being you? 
Um, well, first of all, I don't get out of bed pumped up. It takes me a good half an hour to have you a drink coffee. coffee. <laughs> He's like, let's get, <laughs> have a let's take it slow, baby. Let's take it slow. <laughs> and I'm normally fast asleep, and I get woken up by a, a wet lick face from my dog. The dog's like, wake uh, me up, daddy. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I'm out hungry. I'm walk. hungry. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> um, so I um had a blessing in my life that uh, many years ago. Uh, I ended up being a single parent to a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm a few weeks away from becoming a grandfather for the first time. Oh, my God. Let's go. What a blessing. And at the end of the day, I have always, my life credo is make yourself useful. And I think that many, many years ago, I wanted to be the best version of myself as a parent for my children and and help them become the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's carried on throughout my work. And I, I, I have never found a greater joy than helping someone do something that they didn't think they could do. And then when they've done it, they thank you and say, I couldn't have done that without your help and support. There is no greater joy. Right. And so, um, you know, whatever it is, eight billion people on the planet. And yeah. so I'm never going to get around all eight billion, but right. <laughs> through the work we're doing with Entelechy, we can help millions of people over the next few years yeah. become a better version of themselves, optimize their potential and, and the joy of the feedback that you get from how that has helped transform their lives, their relationships, then there, there is no greater reward. No greater gift, and also like it's it's such a um an, um what's it called like we all have this purpose, and that is that's your purpose, my brother. That is your purpose here, my brother, is to help craft us and uh and help us get that that skill because a lot of times, like you said, we're not it's not in the the public education system. I really don't think you're going to get it on social media. You really need that extra intellect, if you want to call it. Uh, and then also, I think I love the way that yours is focused on the 54 traits and it's really broken on, down differently than our traditional education system is. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think it's so important. Um, you really would have a long, long journey learning all those 54 traits, but but that, but that you can all get better at anything. I mean, I, I like that. Make yourself uh, useful. I, I guarantee that if any of your listeners are interested in becoming their company, becoming a company of character. Absolutely. Over the course of a year or so, the transformation transformation in productivity, profitability, uh, and purpose will dramatically improve everything. Yeah. And it's improving it through optimizing the potential of every employee. Right. Just making them better, giving them more reason to be there. More people want to join your firm. People don't leave because it's such a great firm to work for. And it's really all around one thing. I mean, today's Monday and every Monday at 10 Mm a.m. UK time, the entire company tunes in for half an hour for a coaching session where we coach each other on which character quality you're working on this week. It's half an hour. There was four in my group this morning. Right. But the whole organization does it. We do it every Monday at 10 a.m. It's how we... Stay connected. But, but also, you know, everyone's working on different things. And, you know, I, I'm hopefully in the next couple of weeks finishing off a big fundraising. So I've got to be super organized and right. purposeful the next couple of weeks. 
someone else was working on um she's in our product team and she wants to be influential and make sure that she gets all the stakeholders mm. together to agree on priorities for the product roadmap everyone's working on a different thing but you can just see how they really thought about and chosen the character quality that they needed to work on to up their game and deliver more in their role and to their colleagues awesome and 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 it comes from authority outside of the business too which i love which you know a lot of businesses that's their biggest problem is they know what to do, but then it's hard time uh, implementing that. Like in the agency space, that's why we hire agencies. So that's why you would want to hire a company like yours to come into the organization and really give that roadmap um, because you're going to actually get it done. And unlike talking about it, you're going to be the ones that actually get it done for the organization. Yeah, we, we, we don't do it to you. We come in and show you how to do it for yourselves. Mm, nice. Let's go. Now, lastly, a couple more questions for you. If you is there a skill you're trying to master for yourself right now? Is there something you're trying to master at? Is there what is the character trait you're trying to work at right now? Um, this week, as I said in our training session, yeah. I'll work on being uh organized, purposeful, and purposeful. purposeful. That's what you said, purposeful. Okay. But actually, later on this year, um, as my role changes when we've finished fundraising, I want to work more on overseas strategic partnerships. Mm. And so I think being more strategic and more visionary and things like that, there'll be other character qualities I need to dial up as my role changes. Nice. But right now we're on a purposeful mission right now this week. And uh, is there a uh, someone you would want to sit down with and chop it up to a lovely ribeye dinner tonight? Who, who would, If we could get someone to come out to you and chop it up, who, who would you want to fly on a plane out to come visit you today? That's a great question. Um, I've got two people, actually. Let's who go. Been... Let's get them both. Um, one would be Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, yeah. He's fascinating. Um, I think he is the president that America needs and the world needs for America. Yeah. Um, he's a great. He's a great he, I love listening to his interviews. I, I His Joe Rogan interview was sensational. He's amazing. Absolutely sensational. And I think, you know, Joe Rogan gave him a hard time the first five minutes. And by the end of the three hours, he Broke was patty in his hands. Yeah. It was it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. The other person who I have loved and followed for years, who I actually had the privilege of meeting on a Zoom call last Friday. Oh, wow. Um, is Dr. David E. Martin. Oh, wow. No way. And you went uh, like on a face-to-face Zoom call? Yes, no, uh, it just turned out a friend of mine who lives in Thailand has been friends with him for 30 years. And I ended up quoting him in a Zoom call with my friend in Thailand. He said, oh, I've known David for 30 years. Let me introduce you. And he did on the Tuesday and on the Friday, we had an hour and a half wow. Zoom call. Wow. Um, um, and that was, it was really funny, you know, having been on television so much myself and right. um, radio shows and book tours and speaking tours and mentored CEOs around the world and met presidents and members of the royal family i don't get phased by much yeah but i was so nervous before this zoom call thinking my god i've only what got do i say what do i talk minutes. to right right i no, i, I never, the vibe, never i bet the vibe was good though never i with someone like that it's never you want to delete that last question it's not what you say yeah. it's what you ask right right and you know, more- he He's the famous clever one. He right. doesn't need to hear anything from me. Right. So I think, what's my killer question that's right. going to open him up? 
Yeah. And so we ended up, it was booked in for half an hour and he not only gave me an hour and a half, but then he emailed me and followed up wow. and agreed to meet up in person. But it was all about, you know, if you followed his work, I mean, the man is the greatest truth teller about the tyranny of the last few years on the planet. Right. And it, every single thing he talks about is backed up with source data, oh, patterns, no. law filings and all the rest of it. And we talked about, you know, we're in a mess. How are we going to get out of the mess? Yeah. Um, and he absolutely latched on to how character will determine everybody's destiny in the future. Wow. For wow. companies, communities, and the whole country. And I suggested to him that if Robert F. Kennedy is one part of his platform is let's turn America back into a country of character. Mm. I love that. He's he's actually said that too. Robert F. Kennedy has? No, no, no. Oh, that's was, what you're saying to him. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I was, I, that's I a was good, feed, that's a good, a good, uh, a good. Uh, I was feeding into David Martin. Who yeah, knows yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Yes. They would be the people I'd invite around for dinner this evening. Uh, um, fascinating, yes. brilliant, and people who really, really, truly, deeply want to make the world a happy, healthy, safe place for everybody. Right um and in in very different ways they've gone about doing that but um i think that you know from the outside of america you know across the pond as you say right we just look at america and think it we can't believe that you know i'm afraid biden and trump are the best two candidates. oh i know i can't believe it either man i'm shit i, I can't believe it i mean I'm like I, this yeah, is this is the best we got here <laughs> and 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 you know, and you know that ultimately they are puppets for right the, big the funders yes. who give them all their funding oh yeah oh yeah and and so Absolutely. We, we've got to break that circuit. We've got to have fresh new thinking, fresh new visionary thinking right. to get us out of the mess we're in and, and get us back to, you know, a safe place. And I think that there, there is no chance of America turning itself around and sorting itself out unless there is a complete change of how you do politics. Right. Because... And sorry to, to end up on a political note, but oh, it's really good point. The, the the world needs to wake up fast. Yeah, that the model that's been going on in China for twenty years yeah. of social credit scoring, surveillance, and control over every aspect of your life is coming to a, a town Everywhere. near you. Coming to very, a destination near you. <laughs> yeah, it's coming right on your phone too. Well. A few weeks ago, I was with a friend, and she didn't believe me. So I said, okay, let's both switch our phones off. Sw literally switch them off. Yeah. And I said to her, we're going to have a conversation for five minutes about me trying to persuade you that if you get a dog, you need to feed them raw food. Really random subject. I mean, I have got a dog and she doesn't eat raw food. Right. And so she was asking me, well, where's the best place to buy organic dog food, raw dog food? And she's like, anyway, after five minutes of asking all these, we switched our phones back on. She switched her Instagram here. on and every advert was for raw dog food. And she doesn't even own a dog. What the F? And so Woo, you. That is crazy. You, 
and you you know that the phone's off (laughs) it's never off and it's never off and the point is it literally listens to every conversation including this one oh absolutely that we have all day long now all of that information is not being stored and analyzed and gathered right without some objective in mind yeah something's there something's there I mean, data is like going to be the new right. biggest and, and thing. What, what it's going to be used for is to surveil you and control you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and then advertise to you all the stuff that you need or they think you need as well. That's what you're seeing right or there. Or to say, actually, it won't be long before we have central bank digital currencies and also yeah. you spend money on that. And oh, you know. that that would be that would be crazy. In that case, yeah. I'm going back to cash, baby. We get in the we we we're taking the cash. We're, we're going to go to the bank. Let me get a thousand dollars a day. The, 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 the point of all of this is, with all this technology and AI and everything, everybody's got to realize that the jobs that a computer or a robot can never do are those that require human character qualities. A hundred percent. And so, you and you know, over the last five years, ten years. When people talked, oh, the automation's coming, machine learning, AI, the robots, every blue-collar job is going to get replaced by a robot. Right. What's really interesting is it's all the white-collar jobs. We're off the creative jobs. Yeah, we're after all the creative jobs and after all the other In 10 years' time, doctors, accountants, consultants, they'll all be replaced by AI. And so if you've got human skills... And your human skills are things that you can demonstrate that you really you're, you're good at. Right. You will always have a job, and oh, you can always be a leader of people, a manager of people. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and there are always going to be so many more new jobs that we never even thought we could do because of the efficiencies of technology and stuff too. There'll be even more jobs than we even thought of. Um, uh, as AI in itself has so many layers of jobs that are out there. Uh, we were talking to a specialist about that a few weeks ago. How many thousands of jobs have even just been created at IBM that were never even existing four years ago? Um, and, and like I said, they are replacing something else. But like you said, most importantly, and so, so important is your if you and your character can shine through in any situation, AI, robots, blah, 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 it ain't going to shine through. Beyond the human, the human will always be there as long as we know for now. We are always going to be in control until the AI plugs into our brains, and then we're all who knows wherever uh, Neuralink well, then, is. When it when it plugs into your brain, you're not a human anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be something different then. But uh, at this point, at this point, the human is still number one, and ultimately, the human plus AI will be. It's just how it is. It's like an assistant. It's like searching on Google or YouTube these days. You know, do you, do you know how to use ChatGPT? Great. Do you know how to do a Google search? Same idea. It's the same. I, I I actually have a different point of view to you. You do? Okay, let's go. Um, humans are a part of nature, right? And nature, the universe, is the most beautiful thing imaginable yes and it has a natural system of working we've never understood it and and humans have had the arrogance and conceit to think that we're better than nature or we're different to nature we're apart from nature but we're of course part of nature right so the minute humanity starts to put a chip in your brain that's the end of humanity right 
Yeah, absolutely. That is the end of humanity. And nature will deal with this new thing differently to how it's dealt with humans. Right. Right. Which is which is kind of weird too. But that's a whole nother topic. I really, really appreciate you coming on to the show today. And most importantly, your mission and what you are doing today, I truly believe foundationally will help change not only our workforce, but businesses in general from fighting this fight of turnover and going from this employee to that employee. And let's build character, guys. Let's build character, folks. And uh, and I do believe that you are here to help in that way change the world, my man. So thank you so much for coming on to the show today, David. We want to thank you again for your time today. Can we give our favorite place to hang out and talk about the business uh, so we can talk about it and plug them? I think it's IntelliKey Academy. I was going to look up the uh, website. IntelliKeyAcademy.com. Is that it? No, it's IntelliKey.academy. Akeli, oh, that's right. IntelliKey.academy, guys. The world's uh, uh, first that's our development website, but, but also, please get um, everyone to follow IntelliKey Academy on LinkedIn because that's where we post all of our white papers, news. Absolutely. I'm going to put the social notes in for you guys on his LinkedIn as well. And then also please go check out all the resources they have on their website. They have a great resources development, tons of great uh, blogs and topics in there too. I was looking at that earlier this morning. So please check out that too. I always love uh, sharing resources sections guys, because that's usually a lot of great information that you have on businesses and you can just learn on your own first before you dive into that next step. So please go learn today. Thank you again, my man, for hanging out with us. You've been hanging out with David uh, C.M. Carter and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.